Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast with hosts Davin, Sharman, and Chris. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast and Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. Um, Jets lost to the Baltimore Ravens uh, 42-21. If I, if I think I got the – yeah, I think I got it right. Um, I want to say uh, Sam Donald actually had an okay game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with that. Uh, he should have had more than two touchdown passes. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you start it off, Sharman, for for this episode. What, what have you? What 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 could you say that you have saw positive other other than the negative shit that that happened? <laughs> of course, Lamar Jackson and um had a big good game. But what have you saw from from Donald in that game? I think I think positively, what I saw was exactly what I think all the uh, Donald. Uh, fans or people that think that he's going to be a pretty good quarterback in this league have seen. And, and those flashes, those, those plays where, you know, it's an elite throw and he has elite movement skills, uh, um, you know, and on the move, he's like ridiculously accurate, like that pass to Crowder in the end zone. I mean, the fact that he, he had the, the worry fall to get that ball in there so tightly is, is crazy. Um, and he said that after the game that he just realized that the the defender had his back to him so he wouldn't turn to see it. So this is something, this is things that, you know, that you want your QB to have, like high football IQ and, and awareness. And, um, and you know, at, at times these, these, uh, ag- that these aggressive moves uh, tend to haunt him. And I think, that's part of the reason why uh, some fans think that he is not that good is because he takes chances. And sometimes when those chances happen, happen to garner T touchdowns or big plays, you know, everybody's clapping. But then when it's an interception, everybody's down on him. The reality is he's a very young guy that's learning. And, and, and I, think, um, I think over time when he starts adding more, a little bit more smart, football into some of his of the plays that he does every game uh he's gonna be a little bit he's gonna not he's gonna be a little bit but that's gonna I think that's just uh the difference between him being where he is now and him being a better quarterback you know so so definitely uh I saw some of those plays I saw uh the usage of Crowder and Anderson the way we thought they were going to be used throughout the season uh, um, them um, shallow route crosses by by Crowder and him running to get open sometimes when Sam got uh, Sam scrambled out of the uh, out of the pocket. Um, Anderson using his speed uh, to beat um, defenders. Uh, he 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 got he's been kind of catching a, a more of those contested balls a little bit in uh, in the last couple games here. So. These, these are things that we really wanted to see out of him. Yes, he's not the pure uh, X or Z wide receiver you want, but he is what we have. And he has a weapon that that's not, that's not something you could find every day. So um, people need to get off him. Uh, I think we need to keep him. I think, we, I, I think if I were the Jets, I would sign him long term. Uh, but back to Donald. Um, uh, I mean... He, he was a little up and down. Like you were right, Davin. Um, I think I think there was he left a lot of plays on the field, and that that pass to the tight end, you know, I still can't understand what he saw in, 
you know, you, you could say it probably the tight end run the wrong, wrong route, but Adam Guest came, <clears throat> Adam Guest, Guest came out after the game and said, nope, it was all on Sam. <clears throat> and, and, and like I said before, you know, uh, when, when he stops trying to always make the big play and tries to add more, you know, take the check down, because I think there was a couple times in the game where he was supposed to, when he didn't, he tried to take the bigger play and he either created a turnover or he, uh, or he just missed a wide open guy. So, you know, over time, I think that's going to be better, man. Uh, shout out to the special teams guys. Uh, I think, I think this yeah, was, this punch. was the, yeah, this block punt, uh, um, uh, Montgomery had a had a consistent return game in the kicking game, and Barrios has been the same thing, very consistent all year. Uh, uh, I think he's in the top ten in in return yards and punt return yards. So, um, I mean, there's there, there's a reason why we kept uh, our special teams coach after uh, Bowles left. Uh, he's pretty good at what he does, man. Given the man to do the job, I think he could always he could get the job done. He's proven that. Um, Unfortunately, uh, I think the defensive line missed Quinn and Williams. Uh, I know a lot of the, uh, detractors say that he he is not he's going to be a bust and he's not what we want for a third round pick. But for what we have, he creates so much disruption at the point of attack that that's what creates those lanes for the linebackers and for other DTs to end up stopping the run like we've been stopping the run, you know, because of the way uh, our de our defensive coordinator has been using him, you know, to create issues for offensive line so that the, so that we could stop the run. And with him not in the lineup, you, we had to kind of straight play straight up and you could see playing straight up ain't our strength. You know, we can't get a pass rush and we couldn't stop the run. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, Another thing about that, too, was the fact that uh, people still don't understand. Um, you could say whatever you want about Lamar Jackson um, not being able to throw the ball consistently or whatever, which he's proven not to be. That's not to be the truth. You know, he could, and he, he's proven that he can. Uh, but the fact that he's in the game changes the way you stop the run, the way you play a game. The keys that you read as a linebacker, that are normal for every other runner is something that you can't do when it comes to Lamar. You know, you have to, because he's way too fast. And then on top of that, the way they run the ball, the system they use, it confuses you. It takes a while for you to kind of settle in. And the players talked about that after the game. You know, you could see that after a while, the defense kind of settled. You know, but again, when you're out of bodies, you don't have the caliber of players to match up with them with them, you know, uh, they will break through, and they did after a while. But uh, overall, you know, again, up and down play calling for, for Gaze, up and down play for Donald. Defense were not was not really in the game at all. Uh, special teams was. Uh, we are what we are right now, man. Just an, an incredibly injured team uh, with very little talent on, on both sides of the ball. That is that just I think everybody plays really hard, man. And that's the only reason why the Jets were in that game in the first quarter, in the first half, was because everybody played so hard. You could see, and and for for everybody that wants to kill Gase, you have to kind of give him that. The guys haven't quit. Nobody on that team has quit. 
You could if if they if the players were Quinn, then fine. Then you yeah, then no, you were justified for all the crap you're saying. But you know, yes, his play calling has been subpar. But it's <laughs> also his first season playing with the players that he has. So I would I would I I would kind of be like, okay, there's legitimate reasons why I don't uh love him as our OC and our coach. But you know, I, I I'm sorry, I'm I'm not in the I'm not gonna like be on the side of fire gates, you know. I'm not, you know. I I want I want to see what Sam Donald learns from this system for a second year. He's also coaching. You gotta remember a lot of players that he wasn't expecting to be coaching either on this team. You know, with all the injuries we we talked about. Um, yeah. But you know what? As bad as the game went, at the end of the first half, we had a couple opportunities where we just did not put points up on the board. Agreed. And that's and that's really you know like we were texting back and forth while we were watching the game too, and by the end of the first half we knew, you know like they had those opportunities and that you can't let opportunities go like that against a team like the Ravens yeah. when you, when not when you when you like I said not when you're missing so much talent yeah. there's so much more talented than you the opportunities can. the few opportunities you get you gotta take advantage of it. And, I, um, I, I want to make one more point too, um, Chris. I think I think Don I think the offense really missed our tight end. I think the fact that we didn't have a tight yes. end, somebody uh, somebody comp, you know, somebody <laughs> good good enough. If Griffin was in the game, I think the offense would have clicked better. You know, uh, um, having a guy Definitely. straight out of, of of yeah, a guy straight off uh, your practice squad playing tight end is totally different <laughs> from. From having Griffin or, 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 or um, what's our injured uh, tight end? For some reason, I can't get his name. You know, um, you know, oh, um, Griffin and Herndon. On the IR. Herndon, right? You know, because they know they have this chemistry with with, with Donald, and that would given that would have given him more um, more opportunities. I think I think that the 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 Ravens defense was kind of having issues a little bit covering both Crowder and Anderson. So imagine if the tight ends were there. You know that how much how much of a problem they would have been. So, you know, that's that's all good things that that we could look forward to, man. Absolutely. Like I said, a couple of they they score at the end of that end of the first half or those two opportunities where they had a chance to. Mm. You know what? This game would have been. I, I'm not saying they would have beat them, but at least going into the second half, the Ravens would have been like, "Whoa, these guys are they're right with us. We can't just you know take our foot off the pedal here." And um, like I said, you, you, you can't let those opportunities go against a, a team as good as the Ravens or actually any team in this league because you may not get them again. And it's it's just so hard when you're playing catch up and you know you're not going to score a lot of points to begin with. It's hard, you know, and, and we just could not stop Baltimore in any – like you said, there was no pass rush and they couldn't stop the run. So if you don't have one or the other, at least – uh, you're you're dead in the water against this team because they could run, and then they could they could uh, throw off the run as well, very well. And Jackson did. He just ate us alive uh, in the three quarters he played. And so. that and and that that and and some people were talking about some of the play calls that uh, that Greg Williams had, where sometimes linebackers ended up on sometimes, especially I think uh, with I think ended up on Brown at one point. And everyone's like, oh, I don't understand what that play call is. You have to understand something. When you don't have the, the bodies or you don't have the talent that you need to have, you have to try things. And, there, and, and you have to give Greg Williams a break here because he has 
more than often more often than not won some of those those trials where he tries some kind of weird play or weird read for a quarterback because we thought our def we for real with all those injuries i think a lot of people would have to agree that we thought that def our defense would be way worse than it has been this year yes now, i agree and the reason why it hasn't is because of greg williams hands down mm-hmm. you know and there's certain things you just can't scheme man you know sometimes you just need talent and we don't have it you know it's just simple as that and when he tries all these things you have to understand it's a boom or bust you know sometimes it will work sometimes it won't and remember this is baltimore this is a team that nobody has really figured out yet exactly you know, so far nobody has been able to stop lamar jackson he's had a, a game here or two that you know maybe he didn't score 30 points or something but more or less this this team has been unstoppable most for most of the year so yeah we gave up the 42 points we lost by you know three touchdowns but you know what it, it was it was our own doing obviously um, like I said, it, it could have been much different, at least going into the half, even 20, even if it was, uh, 21, 13, if we could two field goals, you know, at least, you know, you're within a score, you know, but to be down already two scores and then they came out and scored right away. It was like, ugh, it's over, <laughs> you know, just couldn't stop them, you know, and if you're not going to go back and forth with them, see the, the thing, the only way you could beat a team like this, if you can't stop them. <clears throat> defensively and if they're going to score you got to score right back at them and then hope somewhere in the they third quarter mistakes. right yep. there's a mistake here and there and we did get a mistake by them because we got the block punts mm-hmm. so but you know we, we were down by you know 30 point or whatever it was by then so <laughs> but you know what at least it was nice to see that you know like you like you said Charmin, perfect example man this team has not quit on gays everybody wants to say fire them you know, a few weeks ago, the fans were saying, oh, the team don't want to play for him. That is so wrong because this team could have done that. Like the week that uh, Christopher Johnson came forward and said, he's our guy for next year, he'll be here and everything else. That team, if they really didn't want to play for him, they could have laid down that week and yeah. for the rest of the year and said, no. Exactly. We don't want him. Yeah, we don't, yeah. Want, him. We don't want him here. And then but, just kind of, yeah. Yeah. But you know what also that plays into this is that, yeah, like half the team is basically a free agent, right? They're all at the end well, of their contracts. That's, or that's guaranteed. true. Yeah, so that's that plays into true. it. So these guys are actually playing for contracts, which either way, I don't care. They're still playing hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Agreed. So yes. and, and we're seeing guys that we would have we probably wouldn't have seen that much if there were no injuries. So we're seeing guys like, hey, you know what? This guy might be something like Burgess. All right. You know what? Maybe he's not going to be a starter next year, but he, he'll be good to have as a backup or on special oh, teams. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know Burgess what I mean? is Right. Burgess is so, the play I would keep. And definitely. even Vincent Smith, we wouldn't have seen that guy at all this year. And he's yep. been playing pretty good. Even uh, Berrios, like you said, I just looked it up. Berrios is the leading punt returner in the league right now. Oh, there you go. He's averaging, he, I think, 11.1. So, yeah. just you know, he's consistent definitely consistent as hell. Yeah. And, and, he's, and he's made a couple of catches during the season, you know, when yeah. called upon. So, yep. Um, I don't know. Yeah, um, the only thing I'm going to say is that um, nobody don't realize that Darnold actually, out of all the QBs that played in uh, Baltimore, uh, Darnold was the only one that had the best game against them. Two touchdowns. He was the only one that had two touchdowns. Well, yeah, if you you count in this year, yeah, definitely. Brady only had one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Brady only had one. Um, 
Wait, did how many did uh, uh what's his name have? How many did Baker have? I think it was one or zero. Because I think didn't the Browns beat them early in the season? Yeah, they did, but but it wasn't because of him. It was because of Nick Chubb. Oh, there you go. You see? Yeah, yeah I, I, that's what I, I'm saying. So the opposing quarterbacks is having a tough time against this Ravens defense. Which yep. so so it's a pos- it's like a positive thing that Darnold is able to play, you know, at least decent against this defense and can learn from that, you know, exactly. going out into the future. So it's not so it's not a total uh I'm a, yes, we got blown out, but it's not a total oh I'm I'm mad. Like we know coming into the season that this team was not going to the playoffs. Um we got so many injuries, so many problems. And I think it's all going to work out next year. Um, it will help Joe Douglas figure out what the what the hell they need to do in order to get back into the win winning atmosphere and playoff atmosphere. Hopefully next season. Definitely. Yes, sir. I, I will say it, it like is, that. You, you know, you know, you know, and 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 uh, this will, I, I um, all the positive things we talk about, this will it will only be accentuated by what kind of draft or what kind of free agent moves that our new GM does. I mean, I mean, I'm on, I'm kind of on, and I know a lot of Jets fans are on pins and needles to see because we've been told over and over again, the caliber of GM we're getting, you know, especially cut from the mold of some of those great GMs that we've heard of like Aussie Newsom. Uh, uh, um, we're, we're praying that he is that great and he could get us those bodies. Cause if, because again, like I said, you know, I see greatness in Sam Donald, and I know I don't understand how people can't see it. You know, I I I've been critical of him when he's bad, but then even when he's bad, he does these things that you could just see that if he's not a normal guy, he's not just one of those guys. Nobody, I you 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 in your right mind, you can't tell me that this dude is anywhere close to what Sanchez or Sanchez was. He is a way better quarterback than Sanchez was. You don't, you can't tell me that he's not because he's actually out of nothing making something. Sanchez Sanchez had a ridiculous team around him. He has a very talented team around him. This kid is struggling to make things out of nothing and he's actually making things out of something, of nothing. So, you know, um, I'm I'm just I'm just really like this is this is my you know I know everybody's like well this every year every year but this time you know with that GM I'm 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 you know I'm just on pins and needles waiting to see what he's gonna do uh, for us next year. And speaking of one more thing uh, with Robbie Anderson, Robbie actually the last four games he's actually mm-hmm. had better stats than the whole than the whole season, but you but realize that the injury you know the injuries with the quarterback. Donald with Mono and everything. Actually, Robbie could have had a actually maybe a thousand yard season. Um, I know both both him and Crowder because I think I think if you if you if you if they had if Sam was was not sick and stuff like that and you add the games in, I think I think they both could have especially with the kind of um, numbers they've put, been putting up. They both could have had like nine hundred and something yards receiving at least. So, yeah. The last four games, he had about 22 catches of Robbie and over 300 yards, and it was the same as those those other games, those other games due to Darnold and quarterback situation and everything. So I think I think us signing Robbie is is a must. Um, 
still get another wide receiver, of course, but Oh yeah. yeah Robbie yeah, Robbie definitely makes get, a case. It's it's crazy. I mean they probably won't, but if they both have huge last two games, they can get a thousand yards. Yeah. Robbie Anderson's they, at seven twenty nine, so he needs what two Seventy one. Yeah. 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 Crowd is at seven oh seven, but they definitely would have went over a thousand if uh if, if Sam, Sam was, was in. there. Yeah, I think right. so. But, at least but they're not games? bad. But they're yeah. not bad at all. Like having nope. Crowder is actually good. I the just pro- wish I just wish Darnold was healthy the whole season so we could yep. actually see the yeah, real exactly. what's really going on. It's hard I, and, to say with Robbie because he's you know what, just like last year and even this year, I know early, like we're saying, with the injury, he's been inconsistent, you know, like, but he's coming around again. He's getting hot I again think, like he did last year. Last year he got I think it's not – I think it's – I think Robbie's inconsistency is not really on him per se. I mean, I, I'm not going to absolve him of everything, but I think a lot of the game planning and play calling kind of in the beginning of the season kind of was – part of the problem and not only that but also the fact that like Davin said that the kind of quarterbacks we had you know uh I remember in the beginning of the season seeing him wide open multiple times on throws I knew Sam Donald would probably look for and these guys were not seeing it so you know I I don't think it's on 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 Anderson I think I think again like even you know going through some of those wide receivers that I saw that I see coming out in the draft you know, in my in my mind, about twelve deep guys that I really like, and you know, I'm not even talking about the top the top tier guys. I mean, even the name I'm gonna say right now is uh, Lavisca Chenault is a player that's like, I mean, come on, man! Like you have that. I mean, Anderson is fast, and then you add this guy too. It's ridiculous, mm. you know. It, yeah. You know, he, he think, basically is gonna was- run like a four two. You know, you think Sam, you think you think Anderson is fast. This dude is like, is a, and he could run routes. I mean, he's not as polished as Judy is or something like that. But you know, I'm just saying that my my reasoning for saying that was is because you could get somebody in the second and third round that could complement what Anderson does. Because if you have a player that could complement both what Crowder and Anderson does. This is going to take Sam to another level, man. That's why I'm so excited for what's next. I think the problem, in my opinion, is in the beginning of the season is how, is how Gaze utilizes utilize Robbie Anderson. You know, like, it's like Robbie Anderson is fast as hell, and we know that, you know. Maybe he was yeah. confused on his route running. Who Who knows? We know he can... If he runs straight, he's gone. <laughs> he can burn. He could burn a lot of quarterbacks. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe it could be that. Who knows? I. I. But I think they should at least play. You know, at least give him a contract. He. He deserve it. I mean, he at he's, least deserves that. Yeah. No. He's. I, I think he's a good. Like I think we've said it before. I think he's a really good number two receiver yeah, on a team. I, I don't think he could be the number one guy, but he could definitely be a good number two. So and unfortunately, we don't have. You know, we got Crowder. And and him basically, so um, I think uh, I I think they can offer him the contract. I can't see them not because he's been, you know, after that first year, I think he's he's matured and everything. And I think yes, he's, he improves yeah. every year. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that can I think I think give him give him that. You know, at least I, I think number two is fair for him. 
Like I wouldn't overpay him. You know, well, I would. Of course not. You know, not, not like the number a, contract. Yeah. Um, no, but, no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> hey, you called for the season two. You said that was a bad move. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I give Tavin credit when he's. Yeah, he's when right, he's, right. he's right. Yeah, yeah. when he's right. Sure. Man. My man was right. He said it because this was a bad move, and we fought him on it too. Sure, yeah, we did. Remember? We yeah, did. I remember. We hey, when when he's right, he's right. Yep. <laughs> um, we have some breaking news before we go into our NFL topics. The Jaguars have fired Tom Coughlin. That was yeah, just eight I, minutes ago. <laughs> you yeah, know what, I think that, I, I think we saw that coming. Uh, that's going to yeah. knock out any shot of Eli going there now. I know people were like, oh, maybe Eli will go there. Eli's going to retire after this year. So, yeah, they opinion. said, yeah, I, I saw on a small, on a, a little clip from ESPN or something like that, or one of the NFL network, I think, that the players, uh, what is it, the players organization, players coalition, what they call them. I forget what they call them, but they, they were talking about how the Jags had had uh, uh, an, an incredible amount of players. Uh, oh, uh, fine, complain- right? No, not only complaining about the Jags front office, oh. basically. Yeah, <laughs> like like um, like more than anybody, probably double the amount of any team <clears throat> in the league. So basically, the 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 players were you know were reporting or complaining about the Jags for a while. So yeah, that that you know if if that happens, yeah, you're gonna well, fire. <laughs> Fournette won a grievance too. That, yeah, that that's what it was too, right? That is what it was, right? That was what it was. There's like almost a hundred grand Jags, back. The wow. Jags have had more grievances filed against them than any other team in the league. That's what it was. Yes, and he he's in charge of that, so you know, right? You got to get rid of him. Yeah, you got to. So let's get into some us. Uh, let's get into our NFL topics. Let's start off uh, with a quick, with a quick. Uh, Topic on uh, Mr. Bipolar Beckham. Um, <laughs> him, him and Landry, um, first they were selling teams to get him. Now he's not going anywhere. Landry's not going anywhere. Let's just get a, a quick opinion on how y'all, how y'all feel about that. Oh, my quick opinion is you, uh, you kind of, uh, you kind of put it on the, the right thing. You know, these, these guys have been in the NFL for too long to make their emotions. They still don't have a, a handle on their emotions. Uh, uh, when, when you were in the league for a year, the first year or the second year, you know, I, or I would have been like, okay, I understand, you know, you don't really understand how to be a professional. Uh, but if you're on a team and they're not winning, your answer is not to start being a petulant child and complaining and crying and telling everybody, well, I want to be out of here. Take me out of here. Listen, you're a professional, put your head down, do your job. And let things fall where they may. Even even if you speak to your agents in the in the back in in the background, telling your agent, "Hey, listen, man, get me out of here," that'll be fine with me. But the fact that you're whispering to teams, quarterback, "Come get me," and all that crap, come on, man, enough of that. Uh, um, we spoke about this before the the beginning of the season about how this team would implode because we just didn't believe, like a lot of people, that Freddie Kitchens could manage an, a, a, a a team. You know, uh, he's probably an, an okay offensive coordinator, but not a coach, you know. So there you go. Yeah, it's, it, we definitely said this thing could explode and it has blown up. But I mean, I don't get it from, from I guess I get it from Beckham. But I mean, the guy's on a, a young a team with a young nucleus, very talented team, young quarterback. 
you know, a young head coach. Mm. And he's, he's with his best buddy there, Landry. You thought everything was going to be great. But, you know, they didn't, they didn't have a good year. Baker did not have a good year. They've, they struggled the whole season. And, and now he's crying again like he, you know, like he does. But, you know, like I was telling Dav <laughs> earlier, or, you know, before the podcast, I was telling him, I'm like, he, he needs to be in the spotlight, big city, exactly. big lights. He needs to be New York, Chicago, L.A., you know, maybe even the Cowboys with the star on his head. You know, he needs to be in the spotlight and in Cleveland in a small city or whatever, small market, I should say. You know what? It's just not for him. So <laughs> unless they start winning, and obviously that's not going to happen this year, maybe next year, um, if he's still there, uh, he's not going to be happy. It'll be the same thing. Right. I think best friend or not best friend, Beckham wants to be that number one guy. Yep. He doesn't want to be behind nobody. Landry is in the Pro Bowl, but Beckham wants to be this, be this number one guy. He's like, okay, you're my best friend, <laughs> but, I'm still, but I'm still that guy that they need that they should need, you know? I should be this guy getting 100 catch, over 100 catches, and so forth and so forth. And, and Baker Mayfield has not have one of, one of the biggest disappointments this season, and I get, and I get it. Um, but at the same time, you know, um, Beckham is not being used how, how he should be used, and he's very frustrated by it. I, I totally agree with that. And I think, and I think as uh, you want to kill Baker for having a bad season, fine. Uh, but um, that this is the NFL, and we we need to remember how things turn on it, on their heads quickly. You know, the Browns, yes, they're horrible now. I understand that, but you have to understand that the talent that they have on that team is remarkable. <laughs> and if run right, they could cause a lot of issues for a lot of people. Yes, it didn't go right this season, but that doesn't mean it cannot go right next year. You know, um, again, like I said, I, I think Kitchens could be an, a good enough offensive coordinator. My issue has always been, why would you hire a guy with, you know, green around the gills to run your organization, you know, when, and do the OC job at the same time? That makes absolutely no sense to me. You know, yeah. um, if, if I think it would have been better for him if they had protected him and given him a, a, a head coach that could be a CEO and run things and he could just marry, you know, his marriage with him, with him and, uh, uh, and, and Baker kind of just that, that would be his sole, you know, thing to do is just concentrate on trying to guide the kid into being a better quarterback and that's it. And that would have been the Browns. That would have been better for the Browns than what they're doing right now. I agree 100%. Yeah, the, the issues definitely start with, with Baker this year. Um, but like you said, it could be fixed. I mean, they're all, they got like you said. There's too much talent. With all the talent they got on their team, they have one more win than us right now. That's crazy. <laughs> that is that is crazy. That's right. crazy. And then also, Chris, it also goes with Freddie Kitchens too. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it starts it, at the top, and then you know. Yeah, because of the fact of the matter is that he tried to play Greg Williams and and everything. Greg Williams is, is <laughs> the best, best, better scenario than him, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. I'm just oh. saying. Greg Williams is a small season coach. Listen, you can't listen. If you, if you, uh, if you, I can, I can, I, this is where, this is the whole him taking a shot at, at, at Greg Williams earlier in the season. That was the thing that I was scratching my head about. Like y'all, if you're trying to take the experience, the, his experience 
you could put that in a cup of water compared to what the amount of experience that Greg Williams has garnered over the years in the NFL. He's a respected <laughs> assistant and coach. You're, you're some dude that just came up. You're trying to compare your teachings. He's not a teacher or whatever the hell he said. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you could just look at the jobs that they've done this year. Right. I mean, if this year doesn't yeah. prove anything from, from both sides, I don't know what does. Exactly. You know, yeah. with all the talent this guy's got, he's got one more win than us. And what's his name? And Greg Williams has got a, a top 10 defense with a bunch of no names right now. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's go. So let's make, uh, let's talk about the Rams. Um, Todd Gurley. Uh, yeah, I said McVay. Uh, basically, long story short, him, Jared Goff, and McVay is uh, he got a, got an issue. Let me start this off with you, Chris. Um, how you how you how you feel about this issue with with the with they offense? I, I don't know, man. There's something up with that that team. Like <laughs> early in the year, we were we were talking about Gurley's knee not a hundred percent. He had an arthritic knee, right? And yeah. they were going to lighten his load. But it seems like he's playing pretty good when he's when he gets the ball. You know, when he gets his carries. It seems like it's working out for him. Hmm. Um, I, I really don't know. There's something. There's something amiss there between the coach and the and um, and Gurley. There's I don't know. There's something missing with them. There's I don't know what it is. Gurley's you know he's got 741 yards this year, averaging almost four yards a carry, ten touchdowns. You know, which hmm. is not bad, but from him you expect a lot better. Um, he was playing. Know. He was is playing as he was as he was injured. Just 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 for this we this as we know. Yeah. You know, when he's healthy, he's 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 definitely a hell of a good running back. But and something's up with there. An injury. Goff has not been great either. Let's let's be honest. Oh here. yeah. You know he's definitely. only got 17 touchdowns next to 15 interceptions. So he hasn't had you know typical year that he's had. So I don't know. There's definitely something up there with the offense. I don't know what it is. Defense not playing great either, even though they made the trade for um, – who'd they pick up? The guy from Jacksonville. The corner, the corner yeah. yeah. Ramsey, right? Ramsey, yeah. Yeah, they picked up Ramsey, so – Oh, yeah. Uh, listen, do you – do you you know, uh, Band-Aids don't stem the flow of blood. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just it. At the end of the day, you know, you can't just gloss over your issues with one guy and then that's going to answer the issue. They have deeper issues than just what they have at corner. You know, um, I think we were talking off, you know, before we started recording and talking about the fact that Aaron Donald hasn't been as impactful uh, this season. You know why? Because teams are uh, 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 way aware of the fact that you cannot at any moment in time, allow Aaron Donald to have a one-on-one on any one offensive lineman in the league. And when I say any, any, there's nobody, not the best, not the second best, not the third best. There's no offensive line in this league that would brazenly go up to him and say, I'll take you one-on-one. It ain't going to happen because he's going to, it's going to damage your soul. (laughs) Basically, Teams know that teams know that. And they're getting four hands on him at at any time they can, you know, at any, every snap of the ball they can, they run at him where they get sometimes three sets of hands on him, mm. two instantly, and then somebody come and chip after the fact. Like, 
you're talking about basically this, this like just destroying him. You don't have a one, one guy can't take that. And the reason why they could do that is because the Rams don't have any other player on their line that is, you know, that is good enough so the team could respect enough that they could try to, even if they double team Donald, don't try all these other things that they're doing to take him out of his game. You know, if, if, if the other, if they had a defensive end that was being as disruptive, you know, that it would, that wouldn't happen, you know? And, and I think, I think having uh, Dante Fowler, he hasn't played really well. Um, so he, so off the edge. So that's kind of, again, you know, causing teams to be able to do all these things. So, there's a lot of things that are just not going right with them. I think we spoke about the whole uh, offensive issues with teams trying figuring them out, you know, take, uh, figuring out that whole orbit motions and all that stuff that they do. Basically, uh, I think I um, a conversation with a, a league source. Uh, I heard somebody saying uh, on 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 ESPN that basically a, a, an off, a defensive coordinator said. <laughs> said that they that I know I know the Rams offense like my, the back of my hand you know and they're basically a, a running team you know yes they threw the ball for a lot of yards but they're a running team and that's what they come with and if you take that away then they can't do all that other stuff you know and that's what teams did they basically took away the way they tried to set up the run and then they had to figure ways around that and and when your quarterback is not playing well then you can't figure ways around that because he's not completing the passes he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're seeing things like Cooper Cup going through games, large amounts of games without those multitude of 100-yard touchdowns that he had last year. And there's an, a reason for that. You know, um, inaccurate throws by Goff is one of them, but people are disrupting their timing. You know, this is what happens in the NFL, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very rare that you have OCs or offenses that dominate the league for years, you know that don't happen. You have a one not year. Anymore. It used to you know, be you that have, way, but not anymore. Right, you have <laughs> one year, and then you look, you smell, you come out smelling like a rose for one year, and then everybody go home and do their homework, and when they come back, hey man, <laughs> you were good last year. Well, but you know what it was? Ain't... They were good until until the Patriots stopped them in the Super Bowl. There you go. Look like an average, not even an average team, below average team actually. That's, but that's Belichick, what happens. Belichick gave everybody the blueprint of how to stop these guys, and that's that's what's been happening. And the NFL is a copycat league, baby. You, yep. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, I just think without Gurley, uh, it, 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 Jared Goff would look look like an average or below average quarterback. In all yeah, honesty, he's, he's not having he, a great year. I mean, he's got just yeah. almost four thousand yards. But another one like like uh, Baker Mayfield, he's got 17 touchdowns, he's got 15 interceptions, so he's not having that great of a year, you know. At least not one with the talent that this guy's got. I mean, you mentioned you got Cooper Cup, you got Robert Woods, you got Higby, you got Cooks. Yeah. You know, those are all your those are all starting mm. wide receivers on any other team. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's just it's just terrible. It's just terrible. But it's not like we we haven't talked about this. If if y'all know, if y'all listen to our, uh, I think it was what what was it before the preseason? We actually talked about this and how yeah, the Rams was- could 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 uh, be good or could be bad. And, and Chris said it. It could it could go bad for them. 
and they've been kind of both this year. You know, like they've been up and down the whole year. <laughs> Very you know, like, true. They yep. win two, they lose. I think that that's basically what they did. They won a couple early, then they they won I think three in a row to start the year, and then they lost three, and then they won two, then they lost yeah. one, lost, then they won two straight. We thought everything was getting. They I beat Arizona, yeah. Seattle. So everybody thought, hey, this is great. Now they got Dallas. They were going to go into Dallas and beat them. And they laid an egg. Right, and they laid an egg. And now, and now this week they got San Fran. So inconsistency good luck, good luck and incons and yeah. inconsistency and normally what what inconsistency shows you on offense is basically uh, uh, the the one running the offense is being inconsistent and mm -hmm. that's there's nothing truer in this in this in in the uh, when you talk about the Rams their offensive line is inconsistent because they don't have they're missing those couple anchors that are like consistently great blockers and they're missing their quarterback being a consistently great or above average QB. Basically, that's what's going on with them right now. Exactly. But we'll but we'll see more as a uh, next next season because I know they're going to be out of the playoffs more than likely after the Saturday. But uh, let's let's go hey, on to this. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you definitely right. We've seen what happened this week with the the Forty Niners. You never know, man. <laughs> yeah, we we gonna get into that into uh, two NFL. seconds. But uh, yeah. Uh, Pro Bowl. Uh, will y'all be watching the Pro Bowl? Uh, congratulations to all the nope. players that have made the Pro Bowl. Uh, do y'all <laughs> even really care about this? So, you don't care nope. about the Pro Bowl? <laughs> I don't care, I don't watch it. I, I, don't think it's, I think, I think, I think last, I'm not gonna, I think it was because of Jamal Adams, but I, I, I watched the you know a little bit. Not yeah, the, it was because of Jamal, not the Pro Bowl game, but uh, before the Pro Bowl, uh, the skills. There you go. Skill I, I love the, the skill, skill challenge, challenge was cool. That's a lot of fun to watch. Yes, yes, it is. But the but Pro Bowl like how it is back in the nineties with Brett Favre and everybody doing, you know, Brett Favre and all these quarterbacks back then. They when they used to do the QB challenges and everything. Yeah, else. that was a lot of fun. That was cool. That was a lot of fun back in the nineties. I actually watched, I think, ninety five and ninety six the other night, and it was like, whoa, they actually did a lot more than what they do now. I think they got to do something more with that because. The game itself, you know what, they're not uh, – these guys, they don't care about the Pro Bowl. The players don't care about it. The fans don't care about it. You could tell by the way they play. They don't play hard during the game, and I don't blame them. I wouldn't play hard either. There's nothing, there's nothing to play hard for. Right. What are you even, doing? Brady, really? even, Brady said it, I think, last year or the year before. He goes, I don't play, I don't, I don't play this game to get into a Pro Bowl. I play exactly. to win a Super Bowl. That's it. So I think he's played – they mentioned it this morning. I think he's played in two Pro Bowls in his career. I mean, that shows voted, you right there. And he's, yeah, and he's been voted for probably, probably every one. <laughs> every last one of them. Yeah. So except for, that just except shows for this year. Yeah, yeah, except no. for this year. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that's, that's what it is. I mean, but the NFL has to figure something out. Like, they, they got to do something where uh, it's, it can't be a game. It's got to be some kind of a challenge where the guys are not going to get hurt. Just for fun, you know, the quarterback challenge was cool, but you got to incorporate, you know, every position somehow. Um, so yeah, so you so you mean to tell me the system needs to be out of the box, right? That's what it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, I I mean that's exactly. my that's my opinion. I mean, and I and I think and I think most fans would agree with you though, because I think I think when 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 we come into when it comes to football, the game itself does not lend itself to a to being fake. I think playing right. a, a game where there's nothing really. To gain from it is a dangerous thing in the first place. So, so for me, in my opinion, you know, like you, like you just said, I totally agree with you. If they could come out with an out of the box 
kind of way to play a game instead of just playing a regular football game, but it would be fun for te- for fans to watch. I think people would buy buy in. But I yeah. think that whole that whole everybody knows there's nothing to be gained here. So nobody's w- watching for huge hits and 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 fumbles and interceptions. No, because it really doesn't mean anything. So nobody's watching it. If it if there was a way to kind of put all that and bottle it and put it into something out of the box that everybody could enjoy, then it, people would turn tune in. But I think I I still think they get good numbers, which is crazy. You know, we're here complaining about the, the that the NFL is not getting. They actually get well when you compare them to other television shows. I mean, you know, they kind of they kind of average out kind of pretty good, you know, with other television shows. But pro pro, um, pro bowls in almost every sport is horrible anyway. Yeah, to me, the only one that's worth watching is probably the baseball one. But still, yeah, because but, it means something. Yeah, somewhat, <laughs> somewhat, I guess you know. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, they they got to figure something out. I mean, I, I don't know who's watching it because I anybody I talk to, it's always like ah, that's garbage. I'd never watch that stuff. So I yeah, I always it always kind of drives me nuts when they call when they say the the what what is it the Nielsen ratings I think right. or something like that when they talk about it and the numbers are I mean it's not as good as what a regular NFL game is, but it's still up there where you're like what. I know. I wasn't watching. Who the hell was watching? <laughs> I don't and you know what it, hurts, so. too, is that it's at the end of the year, after the year has ended. Yes. You know, like the other sports are right in the middle of the season, you know, and everybody's yeah, still can, into it. Like, this happens after the Super Bowl, with, usually, and it's like, oh, who cares? You know, you can't do that with football, though, man. No, I know, no, you definitely can't. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, let's, let's go on to some Week 15 games real quick. Uh, let's start off with the Falcons beating the 49ers at San Francisco. <laughs> Uh-huh. Man, I have no Shout idea. Shout out to the Falcons. I don't know. They got a yeah. weird season, but they maybe next year they do something. Maybe. I don't know. Remember <laughs> remember last year? Remember, um, I mean, last year, a couple of weeks ago when they beat the Saints, everybody was like, basically with their jaws, everybody's jaw was on the floor because you couldn't mm-hmm. understand how that team that basically was laying eggs everywhere beat the Saints. And that was and a couple of weeks Convincingly, ago. too. Yeah, yeah, convincingly beat them. And in, it was the in New same Orleans thing too, and the same thing they just did to the 49ers. They were playing with them head to head, basically all game long, to the point where they won the game at the end. And and this is the thing, like you, where has that been? This is the question. Like where has this come? <laughs> What's going on here? You know, we, I remember having this whole conversation when when we kind of evaluated why they were. Um, it was a few games ago we were talking about how what's going on over there. And then I remember listening to um, ATL radio and, and some podcasts and them talking about how, you know, um, you know, the combination of how the players were playing in zone all men on defense, like they were lack, lack, they were kind of lackluster and, and it looked like they didn't know where they were supposed to be. And, and, you know, something, something, something happened that changed everything because the players and the teams that I was watching, the way they played early in the season and now was totally different. <laughs> so I don't know what it is. I don't know what happened. You know, that that's definitely something I should dig into. I will dig into, but um, it's crazy uh, to kind of compare the tape from earlier in the season to now to kind of see what the issue is because you had in the beginning, you had guys running wide open in, on defense 
almost like the corners didn't know where they were supposed to be. And, and the coaches were scrambling to, you know, you know, you come out, you're like a man defense playing man. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can't play zone. And then you're trying to play zone because your teams can't stop guys in man. And you know, you suck at zone. So you're sucking at both. <laughs> it was I, a mess. It was uh, a mess. Here's a real I, question about Atlanta. Does the coach come back next year? Does Quinn um, just come because, back? Just because wow. the way how he's been playing, I'm at the way how he's been coaching this team. Uh, the, I, I'm going to say the past month and a half, or maybe over, a little over a month, I, I would say yes. Just because, okay. just because of the fact that, that he had to get rid of, the, all, I guess, his, his, his coach staff. The OC, staff. right? Yes, yes. I think it was the OC they got yeah. rid of, right? Yeah. He had to yeah, get, he rid, of, he had to get rid of something in order to make something happen with this team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, uh, uh, man, I'm just saying, uh, one it's more just crazy year to see when, if he could take him to the playoffs. Yeah. Just yeah, one yeah. More year. I think, and, and part of the evaluation in the earth, when we were talking about a few games ago, we were talking about this, you know, I, I didn't want to give up on that coach either because I think he's a, he's one of the better coaches in the league. It's one of those things, man. You know, probably they were trying things that that wasn't working. I mean, there's so many things, reasons why things go badly in the NFL because I think I think there's such a thin line between winning a game and losing a game. And I think I think fans sometimes lose that perspective. You know, sometimes things just go out of control. Sometimes you 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 know, sometimes you try, you know, you come in with a game plan and you're sure it's gonna work. You get punched in the mouth a couple of times and then the you know, it kind of goes downhill from there. And doesn't mean that you the team is 20-something points better than you is just that, you know, that game, that week, you know, things didn't work out the way, you know, you know, and things just kind of snowballed. And I'm looking at the, the, the way they're playing now, and I'm starting to believe that things were kind of snowballing for them early in the season more than it was just, inco- um, you know, incoherent coaching. Right, right. <clears throat> at, least he, at least he deserves one more year. I'm, I'm going to give him that just because yeah, of the way I, how I he's to. played against – the Saints and a couple of teams, and especially the 49ers. I'm going to give them one more year. Um, yeah, let's 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 go against let's go with the uh, Bills against the Steelers, a, a defensive game. Hmm. Right. Yeah, that yeah, game kind of yeah. went the way we thought it would. You know, good defensive <laughs> game. Uh, both teams have really good defenses. Both teams don't have the greatest quarterback, at least Correct. not yet. With Buffalo, you know, he's coming around. Allen, maybe in a, he is. Maybe he next gets year. better than we thought. Yes. Yes, at this point too, and I think he's getting better too. Um, yes, and Buffalo's. I think both of these teams would be a dangerous team in the playoffs just because of their defenses. Yes. but their offenses are going to hold them back a little bit, obviously, especially the, the Steelers with a third-string quarterback now. Correct. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it'll be. I. I. It's going to be interesting this week with Buffalo. Going up to Foxborough, man. Yes. Because New England's not playing great. Buffalo is coming in hot. They could still win the division. So this is definitely a big game for both teams coming up. Yeah, that's a really big – that's a huge yeah. game, man. I can't wait till we make our picks. It's I'm, I'm kind of interested. <laughs> yeah. Especially is... with Davin picks. Davin's been our better picker, so. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, hey, when we – after about, week 17 – yeah, I was about to say, well, after week 17, Zoltar, I'm going to tally up all the uh, – let's and then basically, I'm going to let y'all know who won. I, I don't even think I won, but um. – <laughs> it, it, It's just crazy to me that um, that 
that we're just a few com uh, a few uh, uh, Josh Allen completions away from saying that they're leading the the the, the AFC East because mm -hmm. I think I think he's had the chances and his inconsistency in throwing the ball is the issue, you know. Um, we and also about that though. Yeah, and 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 also his inconsistency at wide receiver too. Because the times when John Brown and Beasley played well, they've beat almost everybody. And the times when they drop a million balls, which they've been doing um, here and there, they, that's when they lose. You know, when they get those opportunities to catch the ball, man, they need to, they need to help him out. And mm -hmm. he's still a young kid, and he needs the team around him to help him as much possible as possible. And those drops especially kills the the kind of momentum of a, a young QB you need he needs that kind of uh what is it man he needs the little like his juices flowing you know he needs mm -hmm. he needs it going like that you know and I think uh -huh. when when you look at Buffalo and Pittsburgh I think you're looking at manager uh manager I think you're looking at head coach of the year yes. you know, one and two right there <sighs> very because true what I think what what uh what what's his name is done with Pittsburgh is amazing Yep. Keeping that team together with a third string quarterback and um mm -hmm. and what's his name with the Bills, man? He's he's been great. I mean, they're what, ten and no, oh yeah, ten and four. Yeah. They're a game yeah. behind New England, man. This week is it's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I don't think we I don't think we saw that coming. I think I saw I no. saw them as a nine I I think I, I, I could be wrong, but I saw them as an eight or nine game winning team. Uh I, when I said it. I think yeah, I, I said that. I didn't I think they'd be I, right where, where we were, kind of like where I, we thought we'd be like eight games. Maybe I have nine, to go back and watch. I have to go back and watch this. But yeah, but I think I think uh, I the, definitely didn't see this. Yeah, no. the the way they've won. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I saw that. I think yeah, I definitely. think uh, the way they built the team was something that everybody took notice of. Uh, I remember mm -hmm. in the beginning of the season, everybody was talking about how. Uh, this is the this is the right way to build a team, basically, you know. And they have the kind of the kind of coaches, man. You know, we speak up, we spoke about his, their defensive coordinator and how much of a great man, how how much of a great man he's been in the league wherever he's gone. And you're talking about their um their defensive coordinator, um their coach, you know, and how much of he how he stands out wherever he's been. So, you know, they have the pedigree. They have, they kind of have the players at certain spots, you know, here and there. And it's just crazy to watch, you know. Uh, um, I think they've surprised us. Definitely, I'd say that that they've yeah. surprised us. I agree. Yeah, I agree Absolutely. to that. Um, let's let's get into this game. This was a very good game. The Texans and the Titans, a very a very mm -hmm. good, interesting game. Um, I want to shout out Hopkins um, and Deshaun Watson for a hell of a fourth quarter. Um, especially Hopkins. Uh, Deshaun Watson was able to use Hopkins. At the right time, basically, uh, after Tannehill made that third quarter comeback, um, the AJ Brown's a hell of a receiver too. I, to this how point, did rookie? that guy? How did that guy fall to the round he did? Is ridiculous. You mean to tell me Metcalf was the one everybody was talking about? Forgetting that you know at Ole Miss, AJ Brown was the one that was the lead receiver, and and he fell to what the third or the fourth round? I think it was the third round, right? The third. He was like a third-round wide receiver. This kid is not a third-round receiver, man. He's not a third-round talent. And he, could, he shows you there that he's – Second you know, round. Uh, did second. he fall only to the second round? Okay. But, but to, me, to me, he was a late first-round talent, you know. 
You understand? I, that to me, um, to me, when the who the Patriots took, you know, that that was the surprise to me that that's that's who they took because I thought AJ Brown was one of those guys that you know that that were better. That was a better wide receiver. <clears throat> yeah, not to say. Um, I just think, I just think, I just think overall that that Texans Titans game was 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 how we predicted to be very close and. At first, it looked like the Texans was going to blow them out, but I like the way how Tannehill and I don't know who the hell, I don't know who the hell this Tannehill think he is. This is not the <laughs> Dolphins Tannehill, but he never, seems to he impressed me. He impressed me in the th- in the third quarter, and I agree. And they didn't give up, and they didn't give up. They played mm. to the end, and you know, I uh, shout out to both teams because they got to play each other in Week Seventeen. <laughs> I love that that they're playing that last week of the year. Yeah, but Tennessee's it, it, got New Orleans this week. That's a hot game. Yeah, I mean, ten, Tennessee is a scrappy. They 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 just tough, man. They they got the running game. They got the passing game. It, it's crazy how they're playing, man. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but shout out to the Texans, man. After laying that egg last week, um, coming back and playing the way they're playing. Um, shout out to Carlos Hyde. Uh, um, he's been a big part of what they've been doing. Um, definitely. And Kenny Stills, man, two touchdown catches. Yeah, you know, you but you know, you Hopkins, go. Hopkins in the fourth quarter with a hundred yards receiving. Lord Jesus, and just that yep. quarter alone <laughs> was ridiculous. That's, that's crazy. That's how. That's how you know Hopkins is is needed. Like they Elite. said, they had to stop. They had to stop double teaming him, and as soon as that happens, you can't stop him. Yeah. Nope. You have to double team him at yeah, this nah, point. He's, yeah, he's just too good. Yeah, see, he he is. But shout out to y'all. Um, I know, I know, uh, you was talking about this, Chris. Let's let's talk about the Eagles real quick, just real quick. Um, <laughs> Eagles barely beat the Redskins. Uh, I know you were saying, uh, Chris, that uh, that the it's terrible that they that they struggling like this, and you know, in high scoring games. Well, I like I said. The guy that's going to take the fall this year is going to be Schwartz, for sure, the defensive mm. coordinator, because they're just giving up too many – they're giving up way too many points against, you know, crappy teams. You're talking about the Redskins scoring points on them. You got Miami. They lost that game. That was uh, – I think they gave up 30-something points in that game, too. Um, listen, they got tons of injuries on the, on the offensive side. You got their top three receivers are out right now. Um, Deshaun Watt, uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Jeffrey, and um, and Aguilar are all out. So, you know, the offense is probably going to get a pass for this season because, you know what, uh, you know, maybe another team, you know, all right, seven and seven, eight and seven, they're battling for the division. That's not bad. But for a team going in with high hopes that the Eagles had coming into this year, they won the Super Bowl two years ago this year, you know, they were definitely looking at another Super Bowl possibility or at least be in the, the discussion mm-hmm. and they just have not played it. I mean, they have won two straight, but they beat the giants and they beat the Redskins. Now it comes down to this week against Dallas, you know, and Dallas is coming in hot. The Eagles, they, you know, they did win, but um, the defense should be playing much better. And they're just, they're not getting the pressure that they normally were getting the last couple of years. Um, they're not getting the same kind of um, pressure on the quarterback to let, you know, that they were getting. They don't have the rotation they have. They had the last couple of years. So, um, yeah. definitely like Schwartz a tough is going to take a, 
Yeah, Schwartz is definitely going to – someone's going to have to take the fall because there were too much high expectations going in for this team. So, I think it's yeah. going to be Schwartz. That's my remember, – re- Remember when we were talking about how the Eagles had a bunch of defensive backs and we needed defensive backs and we should get some from them? Where are all those guys? <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> they ain't there anymore, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Not good. We don't hear that anymore. No. <laughs> That's why I said. I'm like, when, it, when, when some of the guys were talking about that at first, I'm like, you know what? The Eagles, number one, have issues at the cornerback position, you know, with health-wise <laughs> and not playing good-wise. And it's showing this whole year. They just – again, especially the Miami game, that one stuck out so much. I mean – What's just throw the just, ball up to the air. Oh, in the my air. God. It's, it was a joke. It was a that joke. It's crazy. The guys are like, you know, under six feet or just about six feet, like Darby, and they were just eating him alive. You know, they, he had decent uh, coverage on um, – oh, Parker. He had Parker, decent coverage. Right. I mean, he was right on top of him. But he just – Parker was just jumping higher than him, you know, and making catches over him. And he's ridiculous. But the, And they the didn't double team him. <laughs> yeah, so. the funniest thing about it was that they was they they've been struggling against almost every offense they faced. Yes, it didn't matter if it was like a bottom of the league offense or it was a high end league. They went high on end. a night. They went on a nice streak after the Dallas game where they got crazy. They they lost big two weeks in a row against Minnesota and then Dallas. They right. gave up thirty seven and thirty eight, and then you know what? Then they got uh, at least defensively they got better. They only gave up thirteen. I mean. I'm sorry, against Buffalo, they got beat pretty bad, too. Then they lost a close game against Chicago. But, you know, they only gave up 22 against Chicago. Then they had the bye week. Against New England, they lost 17-10. Then they lost yeah, 17-9 to Seattle. And yes. then it was. Then everybody thought, oh, all right, their defense is, is doing good. Now let's see the offense. But then it went back the other way. They lost 37-31 yeah. <laughs> against Miami. And then the Giant game, 23-17. And then the Washington game, you know, Haskins actually had a decent game against them. Yes. Dwayne Haskins, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's not good. I, and Dallas, what's his name, is coming in to the game a little banged up, uh, Dak Prescott. So, let's see what Dallas – I'm sure Dallas is going to run the ball a lot yeah. against the uh, – uh, Well, the Eagles the – the thing about the Eagles is and, – and this, and this is going to be, I, I guess, the conversation we're going to have about the Cowboys here and, and the Eagles is that the Eagles is, be, is a better run-stopping team than the team – uh, that they faced last week. I mean, cow- the Cowboys are—they um, have not shown uh, on 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 last weekend because the game, the run game was running, play, uh, was working so well. They 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 stuck with it. But before that, they hadn't shown any kind of uh, you know inkling to to stay with the run. Again, like we've said over and over again, a team built to run the ball is throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game is madness. It, it is no it's total madness. It's, <laughs> it's, it, if you have that kind of team, you run the ball to set up your throwing. You don't do it the other way around. Right. It makes absolutely no sense. So it's, so it's, it's going like, to really pick my interest. I want to really see what, what kind of game plan they come in because they won't be able to just run, run the ball at the Eagles. The Eagles are pretty good against the run. I think they're in the top, the top five somewhere. And run stopping. So there you go. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, wow. Wow. Y'all haven't reminded me uh, to do the preview against the Steelers. Oh my goodness. I'm uh, terrible. Uh, but uh, <laughs> let's, let's do a quick preview real quick. Um, what, what will it take? To, what will take the Jets? Uh, what will take the Jets to, to try to beat the, 
the one of the good defenses in the NFL. Uh, the oh, Steelers. Yeah. Mm. You know, how like, many, how, Chris? How many? How many of those defenses have we faced this season? Because we've, I know we faced the Patriots. Uh, that's one of the better um, defenses in the league. I can't remember which other ones we faced. That was like Bills. the high end, top end, right? Bills. We faced the Bills, right? Ravens, Bills Ravens right? Um, right. Well, so so that's three of them: Philly, Dallas, New England, Jacksonville. No, Miami, the Giants. No, no. Washington, Oakland, no. Cincy. No, Miami. No. Yeah, so no. not not so, really right. <laughs> so we only sit. We only we only faced three top. Top tier defenses, and this is the fourth, basically. Uh, um, and then we this have Buffalo be, next week. So, <laughs> and and, <laughs> and this is this is going to be a really a really good test testament to um, the growth of this t- whole team on the Adam Gase and their offense because um, earlier in the season they really struggled against defenses that were better, um, um, it, I, and it showed, man. Even against defenses that weren't that good. Um, so uh, I think I think this game is a game. You know, this is gonna. It's just gonna be very interesting. Um, I think our line has been blocking better uh, the last five six games, um, giving Sam a little bit more time. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be more a harder. Uh, um, it's gonna be harder to stop the, to stop the pass rush against the Steelers with uh, with T.J. Uh, Watt and um, and what's the other kid's name? Um, that's been Make playing. Fitzpatrick. No, um, the pass rusher. Um, oh, I forgot. Pass rusher for the Steelers. I forgot his name. Yeah, there's two of them. There's TJ is the one you always hear about because he's a beast. And the other kid, I mean, he hasn't been as good as he is supposed to be coming out of the draft, but he's pretty good with TJ on the other side. But anyway, right. um, that defense is really good, man. And that's, to me, this is the ultimate test to the growth of Sam and the offense and the guys. Uh, on the gates. Steelers are fifth against the pass. We're mm-hmm. 19th against the pass. And against the rush, they're 11th. And we're second. Yep. Total yards against per game, the Steelers are fourth and we're ninth. So it mm-hmm. should be a tight a defensive you know, game. Yeah, Jamal Adams coming back game. too. Oh, okay. I, 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 I hope, yeah. I just saw that earlier. Yeah, he's coming hope, back. I hope Q comes back too because we need that. We, mm-hmm. we need Quillen Williams, man. We we're gonna we're gonna need that. So yeah. So it's, I think it's gonna be a defensive game, but you're definitely right, Sean. I mean, it's gonna be definitely a growth for uh, Darnold and see how the offense reacts. Um, it's gonna be a, a test for uh, Mr. Duck Hodges as well after after you know a bad game against the Bills. So yes, mm-hmm. when when did he have a good game though? <laughs> Never, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, it's like if the Steelers want to stay in the playoffs because it's between them and the Tennessee Titans now for that last playoff spot. Um, they, they, Duck Hodge is going to have to do something against that defense, especially Adams, which is an animal. So, guys, can I ask you a question? So, how bad could how bad is the Steelers' uh, draft uh, first draft quarterback that? They have a guy named Duck playing instead of him. How bad he has to be? <laughs> well, he can't. Well, it can get worse. So I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't he, that good. When, yeah. when your own when your own coach come out and said and and kind of like make make fun of the fact that yeah, it's well, Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's crazy. It's crazy to watch Duck Hodges play 
and Rudolph's on the bench. It's crazy. Yeah. And and it's Rudolph's not really a rookie either. Uh, he's, this a, is he's his, like second, his year. second year. Second year, right? And yeah. he was picked yeah. in the the third round. Actually, yeah, it was a third round QB. Yes, but still, I mean, he was really good in college, though Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Well, but, um, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's a different it, experience than the college. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. gonna be an interesting game, man. I, I like you said, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a low-scoring game. Um, I, I'm gonna stay on the positive side, and I'll say, uh, I'll say, twenty to thirteen, uh, Jets. Yeah, I'll be the I, positive I, guy here. yeah, I'm. <laughs> I want to be I, I want to be the positive guy too because I think I think the Jets defense could could cause especially the way um, um, with both safeties in the game um, the way um, Greg Williams likes to uh, take apart rookie quarterbacks and and and, and lesser lesser known quarterbacks I think I think he has a, a chance to confuse Doc Hodges so I would say that would be a low scoring game so I'll put it even lower than that I will say probably uh 17 10 jets oh i guess i gotta be the neg. i guess i gotta be the negative go. guy uh <laughs> we need um, that though i, I mean yeah. I, I i'm not gonna lie I, I really was gonna pick the jets to win this game but but since, you know it. no 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 but i'm but i'll but i'll do it um you know <laughs> Uh, still is still is uh, in the scenario where they need to win this game in order to stay number six. There number you go. Succeed and they have yep. to win this game. Um, but I can, but but at the same time, we'll see what happens. It's a defensive game. I will go with. I will go with more of a ten to seven. Still is ten to seven. No, no right. higher than that. All That's right. an interesting score. That, okay. Yeah, I like. I I like that. I like the Real way you the way you. Game. The way you put this whole thing makes it sound like you actually think that there yeah, there's a chance that the Steelers are gonna win. Yeah, I love it, man. I love the way you did it there. Yeah, yeah it's I not can... forced at all. <laughs> well, I have to not make it forced. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring some luck to the Jets, at least. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, so let's pick our uh week 15 uh player of the week. Uh, you know what, I'm gonna pick first. Um, and I know you guys aren't going to pick this guy, but I'll be the guy we talked about a little bit. How about Jamison Winston? Okay. <laughs> 28 of 42, 458 yards, four touchdowns, and only one interception. Just one. Is Which is pretty amazing for him. Only one interception. Because he's always guaranteed at least two. So give him a lot of credit, man. That was a big <laughs> game. I know it was against the Lions. No big deal. But still. Yeah. Pretty it good don't matter. It don't matter. Game. He's been putting up. He's been putting up numbers. Even if he's been throwing interceptions too, he's been putting up yes. a bunch of numbers. I yep. think it's to the point where he's only about almost 500 yards. Um, if he could come up with almost 500 yards, he could he could like a uh, break the franchise record. I think on the amount of yards thrown by a Bucks quarterback, something like that. I, I saw that somewhere. Just I was gonna I say he might be already. Right, he, yeah, he's gonna I, go five thousand this year. Yeah, I glanced through and I saw something like that. Like like he would like he has like he's close to some kind of record. So it's ridiculous to say that. <laughs> right so. now he's at four thousand five hundred and seventy three, thirty touchdowns Jeez. and twenty four interceptions. Those are heavy numbers, man. It, I mean yeah. 
If it wasn't for the 24, 24 interceptions, man, that would be incredible. Yeah, if, if he, he cut if, those if interceptions he, down. If it was like 15 interceptions, man, that, those numbers would be ridiculous, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. Decent for him. Right. Yeah, dang. Yeah, cool. but... So uh, who you got, Sharman? Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying not to go with the person I know Davin's going to choose. Oh, I'm about to say, you I know? got another choice if you want to choose him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm well. I'm gonna go with Drew Brees, man. Definitely. Congratulations to uh, Drew Brees, yeah. by the way, on uh, yeah. setting NFL records. Definitely, yeah. yeah. That was my guy. Um, I know people, you know, people trying to, you know, belittle the dude, but listen, let me tell you something, man. You know, coming from where he came from, when Miami didn't want to pick him, pick him up because they felt like his shoulder was gonna be cracked, and what yeah. he became <laughs> under the Saints. Mm. Hey, listen, man. You know, congratulations, man. And everything you hear about this dude is like a an A1 grade human being. So, yeah, congratulations to Drew Brees. Yeah. Um, I, I, have, I have, well, my first choice is going to be uh, well, the Cardinals running back, Kenyon Drake, 22 carries, 137 rushing yards, and four touchdowns Ooh. against the Browns. So um, I'm going to give it to him. Because he had a, a great game against, yeah, a good, great is. game. He scored this. Hey, he scored more points than, uh, well, the same amount of points as the Browns team put together. So <laughs> shout out to him for that. Um, then also, I'm I'm gonna give it to the Jacksonville Jaguars for, for raining on the uh, Raiders' last um, parade on the last game in Oakland. So, yeah, so sad. It was sad to the point that one of the uh, Raiders fans was was kicking kick kicked the bench and and took the bench with him. He was like, you know nice. what? Taking it That's, home with me. There were probably more than one guy doing that. You know exactly. I mean, it's just sad because this is a team they're leaving for good now because they're getting a new stadium in in Vegas, so they're not coming back. And this is a pretty strong fan base too, which yeah, I do feel bad for Historic. them. Historic, yeah. And, you know, I, I said, you know, somewhere else, too, I said, don't be surprised. Or I'm, I'm not going to be surprised at all if I see the Chargers move there in a few years when they, when they can't sell in L.A. I, I've said it before. There's no way two teams are going to survive in L.A., the Rams and yeah. the Chargers. One of those I teams agree. is going to be moving out. So be very interesting when that happens. That would be interesting, yeah. That would be very interesting. Let's get into the week 16 picks. Uh, Saturday's games. Uh, we got the Texans against the Buccaneers. Uh, it's going to be an interesting now. game, man. It's going to be interesting, but, but I think Houston's got to win, man. Yep. Houston's going to take the division. division. Yeah. Yeah. I think yep. if they win, they take the division. So, yeah, I'm going with Houston. Um, Godwin is out. Mac Mike Evans is out. Um. It's going to be very hard for Winston to, to get it going, so I'm going to go but with we, Houston in this game. Yeah, Houston, yeah. Who's in Houston's divisions? The Colts? It's the Colts, the, the, Colts Titans. the Titans, and the Jaguars. Yeah. So, 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 wait a minute. So, um, even if Houston doesn't – isn't it uh, supposed to come come to the last game between the Colts and, and between the – Well, if they the, both win, yeah. The oh, okay. Basically, they, they were saying if, if the, the Texans have won that game – and won this game. They won the division automatically, I think, because of the division record. Oh, okay. All right. I got uh, you. Yeah. So there's no way. So it's once, no way the, the Titans, Titans win, there's yeah. no the Titans can catch up. Oh, if okay, the Titans win week 17, they still can't win the division. So the Titans will have to battle with the Steelers for the, the last seed of the playoffs. Mm, I got you. I got you. How you see why I said it's important for the Steelers to win this game. 
I see. I see. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. We got. Yeah, I this, definitely. I I got used. I got used to. Yeah, I got used to one and two. Yeah. Um, the second game, which is very interesting, where we talked about the Bills against the Patriots. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah. Uh, this is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be one of those games. You know. In a game like I this, think, I'm gonna go with New England. They're gonna squeeze it out somehow. Uh, I'm. I'm yeah. going with, Bu- I'm going with Buffalo. Yeah, I know, but okay. I'm going with Buffalo. Um, I feel like I feel like in week what was it? I think it was week three or week four. Buffalo should have won that game against uh, at Buffalo against New England. Um, and I just feel like I just feel like something is not clicking with Tom Brady in that offense. And I don't know if it's I don't know what it. I think I don't know if it's the receivers or what. But I'm gonna pick Buffalo, and I'm gonna pick Buffalo to take the division. Shockingly, it's wow. crazy, right? It's crazy. Hmm. I've been saying, thinking about it right now. <laughs> I've been, I've been, yeah, yeah I've is. been saying, I've been just waiting for that one game where the Patriots' offense puts it all together, and I just, I just haven't seen it. Even them, even against, even against the the Bengals, they won that game. It wasn't a, a great performance on by their offense. Agree. You know, and 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 they're playing a, the third ranked defense in the league. So I don't know, man. It, it's really hard for me to say that's going to be the game where they rise up. It could be because again, it's Tom Brady, but and and the Patriots. But um, I just I I mean, the one kid this this uh, Allen 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 has it, man. Allen, if Allen plays a, a a above average game, they could beat they could beat this team. You just can't turn the ball over the way they they and he hasn't been. Basically, he hasn't been. I think he only has like how many th- how many turnovers this this year? About six or seven or something like that. Um, Josh Allen. I don't think he has nine. that many. He got nine. He got nine. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he doesn't have double digit turnovers. It's not bad, you know. So um, so I, man, if he doesn't beat them, if they don't beat themselves, they have a chance, and they haven't. They haven't. They've one of the least penalized team in teams in the league. So I will side with Davin, man. I think I think Buffalo's red is 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 prime Edel- to take isn't this. Isn't Edelman backed up a little bit too? Or um, let me try. I thought I read that somewhere. Uh, what he was? Yes, I know he was suffered some kind of injury. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's he has some injury. Yes. I'm about to let you know right now because uh, let me see. I'm looking at the injury list now, and for what I know, Julian Edelman. Let me go to it. Uh, he has a knee and shoulder. Uh, he re- he remained limited at practice today. That's the okay. that's the time of year, man. Everybody's really everybody has a everybody's always limited. Yeah, so yeah, he'll play. <laughs> and these games yeah. are on Saturday. Remember? Yes, yes they are. Three game so, triple header on Saturday. Yes. So the last game, which is this is the Rams against the 49ers. Richard Sermon is going to be back to play. You, you got to take the yeah. 49ers, you know. They're, yep. they're fighting it's still. A must win for the 49ers at this their point. Division it's a must and... win. Because remember, if they don't win their division, they got to play on the road probably. Yes, they do. They'll be in the against, number five seed. Right. They'll be playing on the road against either Dallas or Philadelphia if if they don't win their division. So that's, that's, the, big, yeah. that's the big thing, man. You don't want to go on the road against – at all in the playoffs, let alone imagine them have to go to Philly. Think about it, cross country, 
Hmm. Cold game probably in January. You know, it could be a 20-degree day in Philly, and they got to they gotta play that game. They're still going to have the advantage, obviously, because they're so much a better team right now. But, but playoffs um, is always a different atmosphere, yeah. and we saw that last last, last uh, playoffs. Yeah. The Eagles. And Philly's uh, yeah, been there yeah. before. They, they, these guys know how to win, you know. I so, agree. Go with the 49ers because yeah. they need to win this game, and next <laughs> week is against uh, the Seahawks. So if both teams win, if both teams win, that would be the Sunday night game to declare who would have the number one seed. Who would win the division. And the division. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's a must win. That's a must win for 49ers. If 49ers don't win this game, it's it's over. It's over and the Seahawks got it. (laughs) I'm I'm saying that right now. Um, Wow. You, you You on my friend's side? You want my, on your you friend's side. Friend I'm side? just speaking reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm speaking more of a reality. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's go to the Sunday games. Uh, we got Jaguars against the Falcons. I'm going to flip a this coin. It's the Falcons. Yeah, you got to go with the Falcons, I'll right? Go with the Falcons. They, they've been playing real good. Past yeah. Now. I'm going to go with the Falcons on this one. Uh, you got the Ravens against the Browns. I'm, I'm going to go with the the Ravens. Um, I think the Browns. Hard. I think the Browns got lucky. Well, Nick Chubb, you know, was hella, but they're going to struggle against uh, Baker Mayfield. Still going to struggle. So, yeah, I got, I got the Ravens on this one. Yeah, yeah, you got to go with Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore's too good right remember, now. Remember, we was remember we said that the Browns beat Baltimore earlier in the season, right? Baltimore is coming for them. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Baltimore don't hang fifty on them. I forgot that they beat them. <laughs> yeah. The Browns was one of the teams to beat them, and Nick Chubb had a hell of a game that day. Yeah, that's true. Um, you got, oh, this is the yeah. good one. The Saints against the Titans. It's at Tennessee. At Tennessee. That's going to be a great game, mm. man. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go with Breeze by, by just a, a, uh, by a little, by maybe one point. <laughs> by one point. It's going to be a real good game. The Titans is going to come heavy at them, but the way Drew Brees played on Monday night, Lord Jesus, you, you, you can't say much about this guy that's not ready. And, and at this point, the Saints need to win too because they all at 11-3 and three and they, they need, they trying to at least have the number two seed. Yeah, you got four teams right now at eleven and three in the NFC. Win. Yes. That's crazy. So Saints could easily get the one seed or the three seed. Yeah. You know, I this, say uh, Yeah, I for me, a game like that is a game where the the Saints miss Mark Ingram. I think I think um I think uh it's great to have uh the other kid, the other running back, I uh, forget his name. Um uh man, sometimes I blank like I what the Saints? Like yeah, the Saints running back. Murray, um, right? Lamont Murray? No, Murray, the other kid. Uh, oh, Kamara? Kamara, right. Man, uh, sorry for the, sorry about that. But um, <laughs> I think I think in those games, man, have the toughness of Ingram, of Mark Ingram, you know, because I think I think uh, a lot of people point out to the fact that they played in a dome, and when they play in the dome, a breeze could throw the ball around as much as he wants, but playing outside, playing outdoors is different. Uh, this is going to be a game outdoors. Um, I think I think the the Texans are a very tough. Um, I mean, the Titans are a very tough team. Uh, that Saints defense better show up because, like we like we've been saying, Tannehill has been showing up. So if they don't show up, Tannehill is going to give them issues. 
So, uh, man, I think this is going to be a closer game than everybody thinks. Uh, man, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to take the Titans on this. I'm going to take the Titans here That's interesting. on this game. Interesting. Yeah. Who you got, Chris? Oh, um, I'm definitely going to, I'll stick with the Saints. You know, like you said, they, I mean, they both need the win, but I think the Saints are just a little bit better team right now. Um, and they're still fighting for like what we were saying, they're still fighting for that number one seed. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Tight game, but I'll go with the Saints. Uh, Panthers against the Colts. Ooh, uh, I'll flip a coin on this one because yeah. both teams has played real terrible lately. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go, go with the Colts. Right. Yeah, they're <laughs> home. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with the Colts. Yeah, me too. I'll go with the Colts. Uh, Bengals against the Dolphins. Ooh, game of the week. Game of the week. Game of the week. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to go with the Dolphins by three points, uh, and the Bengals will will get their number one number one pick. Yeah, I think so. Got to go. With yeah, Miami. good. Yeah, At I go with Miami too. And Miami's yep. playing decent, you know. They're, yeah, they're not quitting, they're man. Too, right, they haven't been playing too bad as of lately. Yeah, so I agree to that. Uh, oh, so another another losing another interesting losing <laughs> team game. Uh. Giants against the Redskins. Sheesh. Uh, these, these put these two teams together. You call them the, NF- the NFC least. Uh, definitely um, disappointing on the Giants and the, um, and the Redskins. But I think, I think I'll give the Redskins that game. There's something more going on with the Giants than just what we see on. on I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, the coach uh, is probably they, gone. Yeah, that Janoris Jenkins is out the window. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy kind of stuff going on with them. So I, I, I think I'll give the Redskins that game. Yeah, Redskins have been a, not been that bad. Yeah, they, I mean, they played a good game last week against the Eagles. They hung in with. Yeah. So. Agreed. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll go with the Redskins too. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick the Deadskins. I'm um, the Redskins. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got the Lions against the Broncos. You know, I'm going to take Denver. Denver's, uh, I think yeah, they got Denver. something, man, with luck. And hey. they got a nice offensive foundation going on there. Hey. Luck, and you got the, the running back who's really and good. And the wide receiver. Wide receiver, the, the, the tight the, end. The rookie kid. I think, he, I think, he's, I think he's, he's over 1,000 yards receiving. I, I'm, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Broncos wide receiver. You see, man, I'm telling you, guys. Oh, this, Sutton. This, yeah, yeah. You got yeah, Sutton, that's what you got Lindsey. Yeah, running back who's going to probably yep. go over a thousand yards, and you got Locke now. Yeah, and you got so, and the other guy's coming along too. Is Noah Fan? He's finally starting to. He started off really yeah. slow, but he's. Remember, remember, we said, man. You know, you know, they you, they breed them down there, man. Those those mm-hmm. those tight ends. That kid, that kid that the 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 Lions um got too. Is a pretty good kid too. So yeah, yeah, these tight ends are pretty good. So yeah, Denver's man. Denver's gonna be a, I, gonna be a I, team to watch out for next year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I remember Chubb. Remember Chubb was out for the season. So when he comes back, look out. Mm-hmm. All right, agree. Uh, the Raiders against the Chargers. Whew. That's ugly too. Um, yeah, I'll a... pick the Chargers on this one. <laughs> really? If Rivers doesn't throw. Five interceptions again. Listen, <laughs> listen. Oakland has been playing real terrible ever since yeah. they he lost. They lost against the, us, the Jets, <laughs> and, and it's not. And it hasn't looked really good for the this, Raiders. 
this could be Rivers, you know, one of his last games he's going to play. So he's got to stop playing well. Uh, I, I guess I'll take the Chargers too. I don't know why, but. <laughs> you don't Maybe know just because Oakland is just a mess too. I, I don't know. Yeah, they're both a mess. Yeah. You saw how many fumbles. You saw how many fumbles that the Chargers had in that game. Oh. There was fumbled. I mean, they. I mean, Gordon put the ball on the ground a couple times. Eckler put the ball on the ground, even if it wasn't recovered a couple times. Philip Rivers put the ball on the on the ground and threw three interceptions. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Chargers are going to be a big. They're going to be a great. A definitely a different team next year because. Let's say if Rivers goes, Hen, uh, what's his name? The, the tight end, Henry, I think he's a free agent. And also Gordon, of course, is a free agent. Yeah. So you got um, the main offensive guys there, all free agents. And I don't know if they're going to keep yeah. them all. And, and aren't they one of those teams? Aren't they one of those teams you were talking about that have the cap issues, like they're over the cap or something like that? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, they, they got to do something. They got to move yeah. some people, figure something out. Yeah. That. Um, oh yeah, Simon. Who did you pick? Because you know, I don't think you. Picked. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go. With, I'll side with you and pick the Chargers. Yeah, because I just don't know. I don't see what, what the Raiders are gonna do, man. They look, they look like they're limping. At, I, they're, they're gone fishing already. I figure. Um. Uh, oh, the Cowboys against the Eagles. Woo. Hmm. That should this, be a good one. In this Philly. is at, it's at Philadelphia. Yep. In Philly. Man, that's a high-scoring game. You think so? I don't know. I I don't think it's going to be just because Philly is just – they just don't have their receivers, you know. said yeah. it earlier. Their top three receivers are out. I mean, even though this kid Greg Ward stepped it up last week, but mm. I don't know if they're going to be able to step it up against Dallas. No. Nah. Um, it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a 2017 maybe. Um, I can't pick against Philly, so I'm going to have to take Philly. <laughs> I'm not confident in that pick, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do something here that I probably never have I've never done before, but I because I hate the Cowboys. Uh I pick the Cowboys. I think I think I will give them the benefit of the doubt. I know that they don't deserve it, but if you are that stupid and you don't understand that the formula the formula to play to 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 your team's success is accentuating accentuating the best of what you have. Uh, I can't help you. So you know, it, I will give it to them. They're better football people than I am. So I would think that they would go into this game and run the ball and force the Eagles to box up and throw the ball. Be to you know to beat that that horrible secondary of the Eagles. So I say. And they, I, I think it's gonna be a be a beam. I, I can, I, it's gonna be like a thirty-something to ten or fourteen game game. One thing I would love for is to see the Cowboys lose this game. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I lose his mind. I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna pick the Eagles with this one. Wow! And, 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 this is more and, and a shocker. Though, this is gonna be a shocker. Yeah, yep. but, this is this I, is more hope than be the Chevy yeah. on top for the, this will be the Chevy on top for the Cowboys to lose they to lose they season the oh uh, season the high hopes. <laughs> if they Jones lose that split, game, split, man. Oh, uh, man. oh, you think you think he was crying that game, man? He, was, he will flip the f woo. out. <laughs> um, Seahawks against the Cardinals. 
Yeah, that's the Seahawks, that's man. The Seahawks. That's yeah. what I mean about the 49ers have to beat the Rams because the Seahawks is my my best friends going in going in on on them, man. They, they <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's got to do it. Yeah. Sunday night yep. game, the uh, Chiefs against the Bears. Hey, and the Chiefs, Chiefs just got Suggs, right? They picked him up yep. on waivers. Watch we out. We to talk the, about that, yes. And the Chiefs defense, man, have been playing really good lately. They've been playing well, uh, yeah. Back, uh, what's the Spagnola's defense, they're finally getting it, maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they're going to go on a run. Just, just kind I think, of. This yeah, go ahead. This is kind of what happened with the, the Giants with Spagnola, right, in yeah. 07. They kind of started off bad where they were giving up a lot of points, and then by the end of the year, that defense carried them through the playoffs and then obviously beating the Patriots in that uh, undefeated season. Yeah. So, um, I think, you know. I think, yeah, I think subs is going to play a, a role because remember, I think Spagnola was, was with the Ravens for uh, at least a year and a half or something or two years, 2013, 2014, about that time. Uh, so he knows uh, uh, subs and what subs could do, man. I think he fits directly into the kind of system that they have over there with um with the uh, kid the other kid they got from the um from Seattle uh, Clark I think his name is um yeah, yeah um and they lost he's been, uh, Alex Okafor too yeah he torn peck I think yeah I yep. think that I he's think I think so I think Suggs fits kind of what Okafor was doing so there you go man you get you get the replacement you know Suggs Suggs had like five and a half sacks for the Cardinals uh for the um this season, so he could definitely cause a lot of disruption up front, yeah, for them. Yeah, so I, I believe in them. Yeah, I believe I believe in the Chiefs definitely. I'll pick the Chiefs this game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the game of the week, Monday Night Football, Packers against the Vikings. Man, listen, okay, Davin, don't listen, don't come for me, man. But this is my cousin's game, okay? All right, mm. this is my cousin, my cousin's, my cousin's gonna stand up. A Monday night football, and you know everybody's like, "Oh, he's never won a game on Monday night football." He's gonna show out, show out. Mm. All right, he's gonna show out. <laughs> I tell you one thing, man. If you compare him and Rogers this season, right? Rogers, thirty-four, three thousand four hundred sixty-three yards, twenty-four touchdowns, two interceptions, quarterback mm. rating of a hundred point four. Kirk mm. Cousins is three thousand four hundred eighty-one yards. Mm. 25 touchdowns, five interceptions, and his quarterback mm. rating is 111.1. Dang. So Almost Kirk sim- Cousins like is not similar a bad numbers. Game, man. Yeah, when not you don't ask him, game. when you don't a- when you don't ask him to carry your team or every day, he's not a bad quarterback. Ask him to make a few throws here and there, and have your running. Well, and his question cook is, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. The question is, is Cook gonna be? able to play this game. That's going to be the question because he's the key to everything they do on offense, in my my opinion. Yes. But you know what? The one thing that I, I have to say, the Packers are what, 11-3? and three? Right. To me, they don't feel like an 11-3 and three team. Nope. Nope. I don't I, buy I don't know. it. Yeah, I don't – yeah, exactly. I don't buy them. 11-3, and three, I just don't buy that team. You know what? They might beat Minnesota, you know, but I, this, this week they might. I, I don't think so, but I, I don't know. I'm just not – Afraid of them, even with Aaron Rodgers. Even with Aaron Rodgers, I'm not like, oh my God, this is a team. This is not a team to beat in the playoffs, in my my opinion. I don't know. Defense is not impressive. Their offensive hasn't has not been that great this year. It's been okay. 
you know, but for an 11 and three team, they're not as good as their record. That's my opinion. I don't know. I no, that's not the only opinion. I think you're okay. not the only. I think I think I feel the same way, and I heard a few people on on uh, prominent radio stations and 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 television NFL shows. It's crazy the that thing. they're eleven and that, three. I don't know. Yeah, but they, it just does not feel like a team that's like because no. they haven't really dominated anybody, and they they they've had games where you they kind of the bottom kind of just fell out of them either on offense or on defense. So you you're not seeing. The, the consistency on either side of the ball from them. So, yeah, I think, I think it's merited. I think, I think you need to – you just be seeing what you're saying, you know. Yeah, they haven't had a tough – what you're saying. They haven't had that tough of a schedule, you know, just and, looking at it real fast. They really haven't. Right. And yet still they haven't dominated. That's, right. that's why you have that question, you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just like Aaron Rodgers said, we're going we gonna to run the tables, man. I'm the only one that's going to go with Aaron Rodgers. So I'll, I'll leave it like that. Um, yeah. But other than that, uh, it'll be a great game. Um, and this is for the division, too. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that's it for our podcast. Please make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, uh, Instagram at NY Just Fans Podcast. So next week, taking flight. We're out of here. All right. Take man. flight. <laughs>